I always look forward to the 26th and the 27th Sunday of Ordinary Time, which is a very like seminarian and priestly thing to do to care about those two weeks. But it is because the opening prayers of the 26th and the 27th Sunday of Ordinary Time are probably two of my favorites besides the Roman Canon and the entire Roman Missal. And today's opening prayer it emphasizes the fact that God shows his almighty power above all by pardoning and showing mercy. The forgiveness of sins is the greatest manifestation of the almighty power of God. I think it's important for us to reflect upon that because it emphasizes the necessity and the power of grace in our lives, that we ultimately stand in supreme need of the grace of God. And that idea, I think, takes on greater importance in the modern world because the heresy which afflicts the church in the modern world is that of modernism. And modernism began in the late 1800s, and at first the church responded with great vigor to it. Pius X, Pius XII, they released various encyclicals condemning it. The church mandated that her priests, before they were ordained, take the oath against modernism. And then in the 50s, modernism started to infiltrate and gain a foothold amongst bishops and priests. We always fall first. And then the 60s, sort of the floodgates opened and it infiltrated every aspect of the church. And one of the key tenets of modernism, one of its primary principles, is it devalues and deflates the supernatural and the work of God, including grace. And it overstates and overestimates the importance of human nature and sort of human ingenuity. And so one of the classic examples of modernism is in the gospel where Christ multiplies the loaves. The modernists said, no, Christ didn't actually multiply the bread. He just taught people how to share. And so you see that they devalue the work of Christ, his supernatural power and his divinity, and they overestimate and overstate human nature. It's also why throughout the modernist period, sort of the focus of the mass changed. It went from being primarily an act of sacrifice and worship to God, to sort of a communal gathering, and then the priest becomes too important, and the homily, which are just the words of a man, and all of that. It's devaluing the supernatural and the divine, and it's overvaluing, overstating the human, human nature and human ingenuity. And the ultimate effect of that in our life is rather tragic, because what happens is we don't recognize how much we need the grace of God to heal us of our sinfulness and to cure us of our sinfulness, to forgive our sins. Because ultimately we know from the doctrine of original sin that human nature is wounded. Human nature is sort of in this depraved state because of the fall. You can look through history, you can see all the atrocities which humans have committed, and you can see this. You can see the woundedness of human nature. You can look in, the, in today's world, or you can just look often in our own lives, and we see our weakness, our inability to like fast and pray, our proclivity to sin. All of this is a result and a manifestation of our wounded human nature, wounded because of original sin. And so the divine solution to this woundedness is not just to leave us wounded, but it is to heal us and to heal us with grace. And so we stand in great need of the grace of God to heal and to pardon our sin. And that is why I always tell people it's important that we remain in a state of grace in our lives, because we have to give God time to do what he wants to do, which is to heal us. 
And so when we hop in and out of a state of grace, when we, as I say, live vicariously in a state of grace, we never give God time to let his grace penetrate to the depths of our being, to transform us, to elevate our nature into the supernatural, to heal our nature, and to forgive our sins. And penitence will notice this. Those who have been away from the church for a long time, once they go back or come back, and they confess their sins and they begin this life of grace, they will always tell me that it's like their entire life is different. And I always say, yeah, that's because it is. You had lived so long without grace that you thought sort of your wounded nature was normal, and it is not. And now that they are back in the state of grace, it's like their eyes have been opened. They have a new lease on life. And so I always encourage people to be aware of what I always call like the principal sins of humanity. If you look throughout history, if I look in my own life or if I look in the lives of others, there's really like five categories of sin which get people in trouble, which cause them to fall away from God. And the first one is missing Sunday Mass. We are gravely bound to attend a Sunday Mass, so we have to commit ourselves to that, to remain in the grace of God. The second one I see often is sort of irregularities in our living situation, cohabitation, not dealing with divorce and remarried, not getting those situations taken care of. It cuts us off from the grace of God. The third is excessive anger, those grudges, that vent desire for vengeance which we hold in our heart, which usually manifests itself in taking the Lord's name in vain, in verbal abuse, in gossip and detraction. The fourth is any issue with the substance, alcoholism and whatnot. And the fifth is any sin against the sixth commandment, impurities with our thoughts, with our eyes, misusing our procreative faculties in a way not open to life. Those are the common ways, there are many others, of course. Those are the most common ways I see in which we get ourselves in trouble, which we fall away from divine grace, we lose that state of grace, and then we end up stuck. We are ultimately like trees that need to be uh, planted next to channels of grace. And once Satan is able to remove us from those channels of grace, we wither and die. And so we want to have stability in our life, a life of grace and stability in that, because that allows God to do what he ultimately wants to do in each one of our lives, which is to heal us, to elevate us to the supernatural, and ultimately to forgive our sins.